Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to episode 61, Turkey Day Preview of all Betting right. with the Bears with your hosts, Matt and Puneet. Turkey, happy day. turkey day. Happy Thanksgiving, Matt. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, we were recording this one day early, but nonetheless, happy Thanksgiving because this is when we're, this is all the games we're talking about is for Turkey Day. So, yeah. So it's in the, in the spirit of being thankful. Thank you for also being a, a degenerate better just like <laughs> me so we, we could start this podcast and, and have a little bit of fun here. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. While we are in the spirit of thinking, I thank you for that exact same thing and for being my bear. <laughs> awesome. Love it. So, yeah, uh, we are doing a Thanksgiving Day preview. Uh, we were going to do three games. However, with some breaking news, the Steelers and Ravens game has been postponed due to COVID. Uh, so there will only be two games on Thanksgiving, which are the Texans at the Lions and the Washington football team at the Cowboys. Yeah, so we are blessed with two games and four teams, all with losing records. Yes, what a great Thanksgiving in terms which, of football. I can't, I can't wait to just eat away all my sorrows. These are going to be two terrible games that I will watch every waking second of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, luckily, we are turning the page in sports, so... We do have college basketball, which starts on Wednesday now. Um, so Wednesday and then then Thursday, we'll we'll have some basketball, and then college football as well is on Thursday. So it'll be fun. We'll have plenty of things to do, uh, plenty plenty of things to watch other than just these two games, these two toilet bowls. Yeah, that's true. Um, while we don't have Steelers Ravens, we do have the Kansas plays Gonzaga, the one versus five. Uh, Gonzaga being the one, Kansas being the five. So that'll be a good game in college basketball. And then, yeah, college football is just, just trucking along. Although college football is kind of getting screwed. All these games are getting canceled because of COVID. But, hey, yeah, NCAA moves along while not paying their athletes, but they keep making their money. So we keep watching. Exactly. But, yeah, so before we jump into uh, our, our preview for the two games, as always, we will start with some trivia. Are you ready, Mr. Bear? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So – in the history of Thanksgiving, the Washington football team and the Cowboys have played a total of nine times. Can you tell me what the split is between the two? I'm what the guessing record is in terms of wins, yeah. The football team has won two times, would be my guess. I know they won one RG3 when he had four touchdowns in his rookie year. I remember that. I don't really remember any of the other games. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go two times because I'm assuming that's why you're asking is because the, the WFTs never win. Uh, you are very close. It is actually that one time that the oh, really? Washington football team has beaten the Cowboys, have beaten the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Wow. That was the only time? Only time in their nine game history. So tomorrow will be 10. Uh, but we will see. Hopefully the tides turn. Uh, you know, we, we have two stinkers of teams, three and seven, but they're both fighting for first place in the NFC. East. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be, uh, it's actually going to be worth something, which, the will, winner, which is surprising. Yeah. The winner of this game will be in first place but up until Sunday Soul possession. Yeah. Yeah. Soul possession of first. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so funny to think that a four and seven team is going to be in first place in the NFC East after tomorrow. I know. So when you're like watching the games, are you rooting for the WFTs to win and win the division? Or do you just want a high draft pick? You know, I, I've gone back and forth when they were, when they had only one and two wins, I was like, stop winning games. Let's just get a good draft pick. Let's, let's do that. I, I'm all for getting a good draft pick, but now I'm like, well, if you really think about this logically, 
the winner of this division is most likely going to win no more than five or six games. Now, I'm totally fine with winning the division and getting blown out in one playoff game and still having a, you know, top half no, so, draft pick. No, you, when you make the playoffs, you immediately get one of the last 12 picks. It's not by record anymore. It's oh, by how far true. you – Well, no, they, ex- they expanded the playoffs. So how many teams are going to be in the, in the playoffs yeah, this but, year? Yeah, but you won your division. So you will be – you will automatically have the higher seed than the teams that were in the wild – or the higher draft pick than the teams that were in the oh, wild. Oh, I didn't know. I guess I, – I mean, as a Washington football fan, I've never known that. I've always <laughs> yeah. been in the – I've always known the, the top half of the lottery. So Yeah, so that, I guess this year there's 30 – there's 14 teams that make – Right. And then there's, what, three wild cards now? I think the three or two. They add, well, there was two two and they added one. So there's three now. Yeah. So if you won your division, the the best draft pick you could get would be 22 at that point. Hmm. Jeez. Well, at this point, because this is such a laughable division, why not? Let's go for it. I'm fine with it. I, I was on that board. I wanted like no matter what I watching team play in the playoffs is cool no matter how bad they are no matter what yeah but exactly after watching this dumpster fire of a season I want the Eagles to lose out I do not want them to win any more games <laughs> I want them to fire their head coach and their GM and if I am worried that if they win a division at like five nine and one or whatever five yeah. ten and one then they're gonna they're gonna be like well you know we did make the playoffs we got a home playoff game and then they're not gonna make any changes so I want the Eagles yeah. to lose out and clean house that's fair. So I guess just on that, on that wavelength here. So are you done with Carson Wentz? I am done with the coach and the GM. I am not done with Wentz. I think okay. he's a broken quarterback. I don't think he's a bad, I mean, he's playing horrendous, but yes, I don't think he is a bad quarterback overall. I think he it's can co- be repaired. Yeah. He's broken. Yeah. He yeah. just needs to be have his engine replaced. Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, we've seen he's had basically he had an MVP season before going down with that ACL. So you know that it's possible uh, you see the the flashes of brilliance with him a lot, but yeah, for whatever reason, the Eagles are just, yeah, like you said, a, a dumpster fire this year, but the entire division is. So, I mean, you, you can't really single out the Eagles. You have to. Yeah. It's all of them. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Everyone's awful, but um, yeah, uh, let, let's, let's move into these two games here. So I know we've kind of talked about how bad the NFC East is, but um, there are, there is another game with two teams that also stink. And that is the Texans at the Lions at 12.30 p.m. Yeah, so the Texans are three-point favorites. Uh, they're minus 162 money line. The Lions are plus 143. And the over-under is 51 and a half. Pretty high over-under. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Both of these teams' defenses are not good. And uh, all the, you would think that normally, you know, they, they with Matt Stafford, they, they are pretty good offense on both sides, but this is the same Lions team that just got blanked by Carolina and the XFL quarterback last week. So I don't really know what to think of it. Yeah. Legitimately blanked against like the, a, a terrible defense in the Panthers. So what an utter joke that is. Um, they are, they, I mean, you can make the excuse that Stafford wasn't healthy because he had that like tear in his ligament and his thumb, but like, he's not getting any, his thumb isn't getting magically repaired in three days. So that's not going to be any different. And they are most likely getting Deandre Swift back who is good, but I mean, he's not the difference between getting blanked and have, being good on offense. So I, uh, it, really, it does make me really sad that the Texans fired Bill O'Brien or else we'd have to – our first battle of the bet against coaches between Butchin and Pencilhead. Alas, we just have Pencilhead to bet against, so I'm taking the Texans to win and cover. 
Yeah, I like that. I'm I, I'm I'm annoyed, and this is something that you mentioned before we we started recording. But I'm annoyed that we have to watch the Lions play every single year because they've never been good. So I don't. Why does it every year we have to watch just this terrible Lions team? I can't remember the last time on Thanksgiving where they're actually relevant for winning like a division or something like that. Yeah, it, it is honestly ridiculous. The fact that the Lions in the Cowboys game or the Cowboys just get gifted a home Thursday playoff game every single year. They have they like have such an advantage over every other team in the league solely because of this. And it's because like the Cowboys haven't been good in our lifetime. <laughs> like since me and you have been alive, the Cowboys have not been good. Both the football team and the Eagles have had better success than Dallas <laughs> in our lifetime. That's insane to think about. Yeah. So like, and the Lions have, haven't been good since before we were even born. So like, what do we like? Oh, you know, it's tradition. Like, you know, you can change it. You don't have to do this. Like it doesn't have to be a tradition. I think it's ridiculous. I, I don't want to go on a rant and just waste everybody's time, but I, I agree with you. I think it's so stupid that we're, we just have to watch these two teams play every Thanksgiving. And then they, they like get an automatic schedule break every single year because of it. It's, it's BS. It's so annoying. Yeah, it is. And I, although I do think that I'm, I'm on the same page as you, that I think the Texans, they should win tomorrow. I like them minus three as well. I think they should cover. Um, and, I mean, they, they look good. I mean, they, they beat the Patriots just last week. They, uh, their defense played relatively well the week prior against the Browns in that 10-7 stinker of a game. And then, I mean, everyone's beating the Jaguars, but they were able to, to beat them. And they, they, they've been putting up some points uh, these last few games, this last month. They, they, they're averaging, besides that Browns game, they are putting up points. So um, I, I do think that they're, they're due to put up a, a, a few touchdowns here and, and have a good score. Yeah, I'm with you. Since they fired Bill O'Brien, the lowest point total they've had, aside from – and that Browns game was like an, a torrential downpour monsoon. Yeah, so. I mean, it was, it was delayed anyway. Or yeah. yeah, it was delayed for like an hour, over an hour. So. Yeah. So you, you can kind of scrap that one from the record book. And since they fired uh, Bill O'Brien, Butchin, RIP, they've put up – the least amount of points they put up is 20 in a loss to the Packers. But, I mean, they put up 30 – they put up 30, 36, 27, 27, and then that 20 game. So I'm with you. They, sh- they should get a couple of touchdowns. I, I do end up thinking this is going over. Um, I mean, two bad defenses. I'll take the history of Stafford playing – being a good quarterback over that whatever stinker they had against uh, – against the Panthers. Yeah. yeah the, the Panthers. Yeah. So I'll, I'm with you. Uh, give me the Texans to win and cover and I'll take over 51 and a half. Just give me some points on yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I think we'll see points. Definitely. We'll see some points. I think the overs in a very good play here. Um, so the Lions, besides they're, they're getting blanked and their goose egg against the Panthers last week, they put up 30, 20 and 21. So the, and, and then prior to that against the Falcons 23. So uh, in, in their last five games here, four games, they, they definitely, can score. I don't know what the heck happened last week, uh, but I do not think that that's a trend that anyone should really follow. I do think that was just a, an, an anomaly. They're not going to score zero again. That that's. I would be shocked if that happened. Yeah. I would be shocked if they scored less than 10 points. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's more of a – I mean, the, the lines are a joke, but that mainly it's been their defense that's been a joke and not their offense. Yeah, I think that's more of a blip than anything that will be re- replicable or anything like that. Um, Absolutely. And even as much fun as we make of the Texans after fire, after uh, trading Hopkins, they still do have a decent amount of decent weapons at receiver. I mean, Cooks is fine. Fuller's good. Stills isn't bad. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the Texans can – and Deshaun Watson, I, I love the guy. He's amazing. So, I will not um, disres- disrespect Deshaun Watson. So, yeah, I think – actually, as bad as these teams are, I think this will be a fun game. Yeah, it, as, as a football spectator, 
anyone you anyone watching football wants to see points. So I do think that they will deliver in that front. Um, you know, one thing I'll ask you just just for funsies: Do you think Will Fuller, Will Fuller scores? He was on a tear. I think he scored a touchdown. What was it? Seven straight weeks, and then he the last two games he hasn't scored. Do you think he uh, gets out of his two game funk? Well, I did not tomorrow. know that stat. That's funny. Um, yeah, I think I think he scores. the The Lions are without their number one cornerback, the rookie cornerback Jeff Okuda. Wow, you're he had scored six straight times prior to this, prior to the last two games. Wow. Yeah, you weren't kidding. Um, yeah, I I think he scores. I um, Okuda. I mean, the the Lions defense I think is they have the worst pass defense in the NFL, and they're missing their top cornerback. And Will Fuller, I mean, as hit or miss as he as he is normally, he's been just pretty much hit this year. So. Yeah, I think he, I mean he put up 80 yards last game. He just didn't get in the end zone. I think he scores. Yep. Yeah. I I uh I don't know the odds off of that. I'm I'm looking them up, but I'm I would take that one pretty quickly uh for, for Wolf Club forward to score. Yeah, that's some he's plus one thirty to score. So yeah, that's that's nice. I think I'm gonna drop some money on that. This is some juicy, yeah, some honey pot plays right there. Yep. So for fantasy, is is he your pick, Will Fuller? Yeah, I mean that that's kind of where I went with that. Um so he will be my pick. I do think he's going to get into the end zone and that's what, what you want out of your receiver. So I think he'll get maybe around like 70, 80 yards and I think he'll get a tater. So I think it'll be a good day for him. Yeah. His receiving over under is seven, is 70 and a half, which I think is a good number. I think he goes over. Yeah. I probably, I probably wouldn't touch that. Yeah. I like, I like him scoring though. Um, my pick is Deshaun Watson. He's his, yeah. his passing yards over under is 300 and a half. I think he goes over that. I think he's, I mean, the Texans don't have a running back with David Johnson getting hurt. Um, so I think that, I think that he's going to have a monster game. And I think that the, with the Texans getting up a couple tutties, I think he'll have a couple as himself and give me, give me Deshaun Watson. I'd love to have him in fantasy this week. Yeah. He's going to be a very fun play. I think most of the, the offensive players on both sides of the ball should have a decent amount of success in fantasy this week. Yeah. Stafford should be fine. I mean, the Texans defense is a joke, so I would be fine. so bad. I know I'd, I'd be fine playing Stafford. Yeah. All right, so we're both in agreement here. So the Texans are – we're going Texans minus three to win and to cover, and um, we're taking the over 51.5. Yep, that's it. Cool. So then moving on to game number two, we have the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys, which is 4.30 Eastern. Yeah, so the Cowboys are favored by three. They are minus 148. The WFT, WFTs are plus 130, and the over-under is 46. Yeah, so we have gone back and forth about this. You know, Nilbear and I have been kind of arguing, but uh, as we kind of came to a conclusion, we both normally, you know, it's okay for we're, we're in disagreement, but after a little bit of deliberation, we, we feel that the Washington football team is a good bet for our dog of the day. Yeah, Carson is a, is a well, he hates this team, but he's a big fan of their chances as an underdog tomorrow. Um, I mean, the, the last time t- these two teams played, the Washington football team absolutely just absolutely donkey punched the Dallas football team, not the Cowboys, the Dallas football team. Um, <laughs> and if you remember, it was that game when like Dalton got lit up by Bostick and like the Cowboys yep. were just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. That was like the, the, yeah. the ultimate, like the, the worst the Cowboys season have got, has gotten was that game. Um, and to be fair, they, they have played better since then. So they, they lost that game against the Eagles in which Danucci played where if they just got like even average quarterback play, they probably win. Uh, yep. And then they sh- really should have beaten the Steelers the week after that when they were like minus 14 and they were winning that whole game. And then they just beat the Vikings last week. So they have been playing better, but I'm not buying it. I still think that they're the same joke of a team that 
got lit up by Washington last time. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I was the one that was always on them. You took, you need, you were the one that needed to kind of talk through it a little bit, but yeah, I like Washington. Yeah. I mean, and, and Washington has been playing much better lately. I, obviously last week, uh, you hate to see how they won that game because of yeah, that, uh, Joe that was Burrow. Ter- that was terrible. Yeah. But I mean, they were, they were playing well in that game before the injury even happened. This defense, uh, they've, they've looked good. This rush defense is, just caused this wreaked havoc the last time they played the Cowboys. And I do think that it'll be a, a similar kind of game. Um, the, the Cowboys on the flip side, Zeke finally got over hundred rushing yards for the first time in the season last week. Uh, they, they moved Zach Martin over to right tackle. And uh, I, I don't know, they, it, it worked for them last week and that upset win against the Vikings who had been playing well recently, but I think that's um, it might be kind of a one week um, kind of like a fallacy, I guess, where, you know, the public's going to be like, oh, wow, they beat the Vikings, time to load. And, and I think uh, the, this reflects, the, the odds reflect kind of the public's perception of what the cow- they think the Cowboys look like right now. But, I mean, it was only a month ago where the football team just absolutely destroyed the Cowboys. So I do see, I hope, history repeats itself. And um, from the offensive side, Washington, their last four games have put up 20, 27, 20, and 25. So, they definitely can score the ball. Yeah. And that was since Alex Smith has been quarterback, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we both hated Haskins. He was awful. Uh, Kyle Allen was not very good. Alex Smith. I don't know how the hell he's playing, especially playing as well as he is, but he, I mean, he put up over 300 yards the game before last against the lions when they had to come back. Um, He didn't do much last week against the Bengals, but he didn't have to because the Bengals defense is terrible. So he just kind of managed the game. Um, I think he'll be able to do the same thing here against Dallas. I don't trust. I mean, Andy Dalton was so, so bad before he got hurt. I don't, I'm not trusting one win after a bye week against the bad Vikings team who have, who have been playing better. But if you look at their schedule, the teams, the, Vikings had beaten. It's not really that impressive. They've won good win and a really, really bad weather game against the Packers and they've beaten a bunch of nobody since then. So I think people were too high on the Vikings. And I think this is the exact scenario where the Vikings had a letdown game last week. I think this is the exact same things that happened to Dallas this week where everyone's high on them after a big win. And no, they're just as bad as we remember. Yeah. I mean, so if you look at it, they got spanked by the Cardinals. They got spanked by the Washington football team, spanked by the Eagles three weeks in a row. Then they put up a fight against the Steelers, uh, which was a shock to everybody. They upset the Vikings, which now makes sense as to why they're favored here because their last two weeks they have looked better, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Yeah, exactly. And if you look at the Vikings, um, like the, the they, they were on a four-game winning streak prior to this. They beat the Falcons, which – or sorry, they, they, they fired – or no, okay, so – Sorry, I'm confusing myself. When Dan Quinn got fired, their first game after that, they beat the Vikings. Then after that, the Vikings beat the Packers. And again, that really weird, windy, terrible game. When mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook had four tutties, he was just went off. Yeah. They beat the Lions, which whatever, Lions suck. And yeah. then they beat, they beat the Bears in a game where the Bears had less than 200 yards of total offense. So people were like, oh, you know, the Falcons or the Vikings, they're, they're making a run. And then, no, they, they lost to the Cowboys. I don't think the Vikings are anything. We, don't, we never trusted Kirk, so I'm not really putting much, that much stock into, the, into that Vikings win by Dallas. Agreed with you there. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable. I think you're comfortable as well uh, to take, obviously, the Washington football team plus three as well as the plus 130 odds to win. 
Um, the over-under, I believe, and I'm going to have to fact-check this, but I believe the over-under has gone over the last, I think, five or six meetings uh, between these two teams. But you have to keep in mind um, that that was all essentially uh, Dak and uh, Kirk Cousins playing those games. I mean, the, the one that hadn't gone over in the last few was this year where it was um, just that blank from the Cowboys and, and the Redskins only put up 25. So I don't really think that um, – I, I guess I'm, I, what I'm saying is I'm comfortable knowing these two offenses and knowing these two defenses this year, I'm comfortable with the under on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm in on the under as well. Um, I mean, the Cowboys point total prior last week when they put up 31, and this is since that got hurt, 10 against the Cardinals, three against Washington, nine against the Eagles, and 19 against the Steelers. So basically you're counting on the Cowboys to score less than 20, which I think they will do. So I am taking the under here, under 46. Um, one thing that uh, stat that I'm stealing from Action, Action Network pulled the data that the second meeting between divisional opponents trends towards the under uh, for whatever reason you know these teams play a second time they get they kind of get a feel for what the offense is doing and that always obviously favors the defense so I like the under obviously I like the WFTs so for fantasy I'll, I'll take Antonio Gibson he's been playing really well recently him and smooches which is J.D. Yeah. McKissick <laughs> yes yes Mr. Mick smooches yeah yeah uh, I, I do like that that combo uh, that tandem I'm gonna take scary Terry um, he's definitely uh, grown into one of the better receivers, honestly, in the league at this point. He's amazing. Um, Scary Terry's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm so glad that they have him, uh, and they were able to pick him up. Uh, I think he's going to be one of the better receivers in the league uh, in, in these next couple of years. He's already the team captain for this team. I know that's not saying a whole lot, knowing this team, but um, as a second year player and as a receiver, being voted by your team as a captain, it, it's it's big news, and it shows the type of player that he is. Um, if only Dwayne Haskins had that type of work ethic and, and that type of, uh, you know, that attitude, whatever, whatever he got out of Ohio state, Dwayne definitely did not get, which sucks, but whatever I digress there. Um, but yeah, I, I like him uh, tomorrow. I think Alex Smith has really enjoyed passing him the ball and, and is looking for him constantly. Um, so I think that he should be in line for a big game. Yeah. I love it. It's great. I mean, it's kind of funny. The Redskins offense and or, sorry, excuse me, football team offense, and generally is terrible, but they have so many, they have like these two incredibly fun players in Gibson and scary Terry. Yep. They do. Um, so yeah, official pick will go with Washington to cover three to win, obviously, which or sorry to win outright, which obviously means they're covering three and we're in on the under. So this is one of those rare times we agree on everything. Yeah. Makes but for hey, maybe, maybe, maybe that means that we're, we're onto something here and these plays are, are big time bear bear seal, seal of approval confident plays oh would you say they're bearish bets <laughs> let's do it i like that these are the bearish bets yeah um all right so um our lock and dog if it's not obvious lock texans um i think we're are, we're comfortable taking them as a lock to cover three points at minus 110 uh, is that an agreement with you yeah i think so cool and then wfts uh, there are lock to win straight up at plus 130. So lock and dog. Hopefully we get these two, only two games to choose from. We decided we were comfortable with one each. So let's get it. Lock Texans. Yeah. Carson, be a good boy. Washington football team. Yeah. And um, for our overall record, just a little side note here. Our dog has actually been our most profitable pick. Uh, we So Carson, man, I, I don't know what he's, what, what you're feeding him, but 
keep doing it. We'll give him a big old turkey leg tomorrow if, if Washington ends up winning. Yeah, it's kind of funny because our, our record for the lock is like, what is it, 53 and 18, something like that? Like, in, obviously, an incredibly high win rate, but because the odds are obviously they're, they're the favorites, the odds aren't as good. So, because the odds are so bad, uh, especially this, a lot of this was from prior to when we made the rule where the odds couldn't be worse than minus 300. So, um, it's been better since, but so our record for the lock of the day, like I said, is 53 and 18. Our record for the dog of the day is what 35 and 37 or sorry 35 and 27 i believe and um because of i mean even though it has the worst record it's more profitable just because of the odds so it's one thing to remember when you're betting is don't always go with that plus just, money yeah don't always just go with the heavy favorite because even if you you have to get that right 75 percent of the time whereas with the dog yeah. if you only have to get it right less than 50 percent of the time and you're good so just something yeah, to keep in mind, so, a little, little betting advice there. Uh, definitely. Yeah. So uh, moving on then to our props, we got, we got a few that we like uh, for the player prop. I think we're both in agreement though, that Antonio Gibson over 15 and a half receiving yards. And that is at minus 112. Yeah. I was shocked to see the number so low for Antonio Gibson. He's gone over that five out of his last seven games. Um, I mean, he's, he doesn't get peppered with targets. He's no Alvin Kamara, but um, Alex Smith loves chucking it down to him in mix mooches uh, and Tony Gibson in, in McKissick. So I'm a big fan of, of this over under. So his receiving yards since week four, he's had 82, 24, 25. Then he had a goose egg in that weird Dallas game where, I mean, the Dallas was shut out at halftime. They barely scored. So he didn't really get that much action. Um, 35 against the giants, 20 against the Detroit. And then last week he had 10. So, if you're just playing the numbers, he's, like I said, done that five out of his last seven games. I think that's a good pick. I love it. Yeah. And historically, Ron Rivera loves him some uh, pass catching running backs a la Christian McCaffrey. So I think that this, uh, as long as this game is close, hopefully, and I don't think it's going to be a, a repeat of the first time these two teams met where it was just a complete shit show from the Cowboys. I think they'll be able to to move the ball and score some points, make this a little more competitive. So I think that that does call for it, Gibson to to get more looks in the passing game. Yeah, I'm with you. And to and to back that data up, he had the most rushing attempts of his career was against that Cowboys game when then from when from pretty much the first snap they were winning by a ton. So we don't foresee that happening again. Um, so yeah, that, that's a good one. As far as game prop, um, we end we are deciding between taking the under for the WFTs and the and the Cowboys, but we decided to go against it and to take the Texans to score over two and a half touchdowns at minus 177. So the odds aren't great, but I mean, that's going to happen. Lock it in. Yeah. Um, we were talking about how that first game should be an offensive bonanza. Detroit Lions defense stinks. Uh, the, the Texans have done a good job of scoring points in this last, uh, these last few weeks, four, four or five games here. So um, post Bill O'Brien era, they, they definitely have been able to move the ball. They should be able to move the ball with ease and, and two and a half seems like it's an easy bet. Yeah, exactly. So pretty much where um, instead of just taking that game over, we're protecting ourselves where if the Lions have another game where they shit the bed, the, the Texans can still get their three tutties, which they've done pretty much since they fired Butch and they've done every game except for that weird Browns one. Yep. Cool. All right. So to confirm our picks, Texans are our lock at minus three. Carson picked, sorry, Carson the dog picked our underdog as the Washington football team at plus 130. Uh, the player prop, we're going with Antonio Gibson over 15 and a half receiving yards at minus 112. And for the game prop, 
Texans over two and a half touchdowns at minus 177. Yeah, looks good to me. And as always, since uh, tomorrow is a, we have a full slate of picks. If we go 4-0, one lucky follower will get 20 bucks. So please make sure to follow, like the post that we will uh, put our official picks out and uh, let's hope we all cash together. Yeah, we've had some luck doing these giveaways with our, um, either like if it's a primetime game, we'll do first touchdown or for an NFL Sunday, we'll we'll do, um, we'll do just our picks go 4-0. And I think that's hit. I think we've had six total, five or six total giveaways. So we've been good. They've been profitable. So yeah, make, like Puneet said, make sure to follow and make sure to follow us on Twitter and uh, look out for that tweet. Yeah. So with that, I think that's everything. Uh, Matt, you got anything else? No, I'm good. Just uh, want to, I know we mentioned at the top of the show, but just want to say thanks to all our Cubs and Berries, our loyal listeners um, that, you know, support us and give us advice and all that stuff. And thanks to you for, for doing it with me and for, you know, just overall being my bear. Yeah. Very thankful. A lot of things to be thankful for. Thanks to the Cubs and Berries. Thanks to Nilla Bear. And uh, we will catch you guys on Saturday with the NFL preview pod. So until then, bears out. Peace.